Welcome to Midnight Menu Plus One. I'm Ray Kanata. And I'm Margot Moss. Midnight Menu Plus One is a food lifestyle show that's part of the family of podcasts on the network itsneworleans.com. We've got a great show lined up for you tonight, and if you're hungry for more Midnight Menu Plus One than we can dish up over the next 45 minutes, we have all kinds of extra stuff like recipes, guest gossip, sneak peeks into who's coming up next week, and much more on our website, itsneworleans.com, or on our brand new Facebook page, Midnight Menu Plus One. While you're there, you can check out our blog, or you can sign up for our newsletter, you can follow us on all kinds of social media, you can get all that info on itsneworleans.com or just Google Midnight Menu Plus One or go to the Facebook page, Midnight Menu Plus One. Tonight's show is brought to us by our friends at Petite Pet Care, dog walking and pet sitting. Loving care when you're not there. You can find out all about Petite, Petite Pet Care at their website, petitepetcare.com, or call them up at 504-300-9PET. Thanks also to Monkey Hill Bar on Magazine Street. Check out their happy hour weekdays from 3 to 8 p.m., $3.50 well drinks and $1 off beer, wine, and signature cocktails. Tell them Ray and Margo sent you. Each week on Midnight Menu Plus One, Margo and I invite a member of New Orleans' restaurant community to join us, and we invite them to bring along their own mystery guest, a plus one. We never know who their plus one's going to be. Sometimes it's a friend, a neighbor, a family member, or a fellow restaurant colleague. But tonight, our special guest on Midnight Menu Plus One is the one and only Molly Kimball of Eat Fit Nola. Very excited. Um, but before she arrives, let's find out. I, I heard that you went to an, It's the same one I went to. I see it. I see it in your hand. That's so funny. Did you like it? Yes. Well, tell everyone where you went to eat so that they... Well, you're going to say it better than me. Is it Fa Camely? It's like family? Fa Camely. Camely, okay. It's on uh, Magazine Street. Yeah. Did you like it? Well, I was hoping to have an argument with you about it, so I'm just going to say the opposite of whatever you say. If you liked it, I hate it. No, actually, I mean, I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I went there today and had uh, the shrimp vermicelli bowl, and I mm. thought it was delicious, and it was tons of shrimp. They weren't skimpy, and I thought the prices were really fair, and Lately, know, it wasn't like overpriced. I don't know what it is. It seems like people complain about things sometimes around here, and one of the things people complain about is too much fa, and I don't understand that mentality. If it's good... More the merrier. I don't care. If they, put one, if they want to put three fa places on every block and it's good, <laughs> I don't care as long as it doesn't squeeze out other things, right? Yes. I'm so glad because this is just like a mile and a half from my house and I love it. And I think um, they are, it's a family business and they are part of a, I think the mother and sister-in-law or they worked at Faux Bang. Oh, I love that place. Yeah, that's great. So That was my favorite place. The one, there's one in New Orleans East and there's one in Gretna, right? Yes. Yeah. And I don't know. Well, I don't know if those are the same owners. Oh, they have the same name, I think. But that doesn't mean anything. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, I, 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 that was like the first uh, file place I ever went to that I really just absolutely loved. I wasn't really familiar with it till you know, six or eight years ago. And I like absolutely went crazy there. All right, Margo. Well, it looks like our special guest is here. I cannot wait. To meet Molly, you know, uh, most chefs, it seems like, that we have on the show live off of a diet, it seems like, of, uh, you know, uh, bacon grease and uh, shellfish uh, mixed with uh, gulf oil, you know, <laughs> BP spill. And 
it's it's not it's a rare occasion that we have somebody coming here who uh, who who's a health advocate. And I think she's going to show us and talk to us about how we can eat great and have wonderful New Orleans flavor with uh, without uh, maybe the uh, physical toll that it takes on most of us from eating uh, year in and year out of that. So it's very exciting. Somebody who's working to promote the health of our city at the same time as uh, as the flavor. So welcome. Yeah, I'm so excited nice to, to be here. here. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Dietitian and writer and a lot of other things, huh? Yeah, yeah. Lots of different ways that we try to you know kind of get the education out there. Yes. Will you tell us a little bit about Eat Fit NOLA and oh what gosh. your mission is? We're so excited about this. So really, um, Eat Fit NOLA, you know, it's been around for just over a year that we kind of have been doing our full press with this. And we have about almost 40 restaurants locally on board. So we're really excited about this. And our emphasis is local restaurants. So we work with our local chefs, our restaurant owners. We look at their menu and we see like what's what's pretty nutritious to begin with, what might need a little bit of modifying or what's already going to kind of fit our criteria as it is or kind of giving them some recommendations of how can we, you know, maybe drop the sodium because even though maybe some people need extra if they're athletes and all that, but if we're going to put our our stamp of approval kind of have to have these upper limits and the chefs have been really receptive to this. So we work back and forth with them. It's it's a little bit of a process but it's it's been fun and it's been a challenge on both sides and how can we be creative of keeping the flavor because these chefs these restaurant owners are not going to make these changes if it compromises the integrity of the dish and mm. we know that so we're realistic with them so once we find what works on both sides then they just basically put the little eat fanola seal by it and so when you're going into these restaurants it takes the guesswork out of it for you so basically what we would recommend to our clients is what is going to be on these menus when you walk in and it's identified right there for you. Okay, wonderful. Now, how did Eat Fit NOLA come about? Um, it was actually my husband's idea. Uh-huh. So it was probably, you know, five years or more ago. He said, you know what, you know, we go to all these different restaurants here. You know, we don't cook a lot. You know, we both work a lot. So you get home late. You're not going to prepare a meal from scratch. So a lot of it is going to the little neighborhood places around us, you know, ordering in, going to just our favorite local spots. And inevitably, somebody comes up to us and they say, what are you doing here? How can you find something to eat here? You know, all these hole-in-the-wall places that you would think you can't find anything nutritious. Meanwhile, they don't want to hear how we place that order so that it would be like how we would want it to be as nutritious as it is. But they would say, how do you even find something here? So my husband says, you know, we need to do something where we're actually kind of putting a little seal by those things that are nutritious. And I was like, oh, my gosh, do you know how much of a undertaking this would be? That's like really a full time job. And so my full time job is actually with Ashner and with Elmwood Fitness Center. And about two years ago, they said, how can we get a broader community impact? What can we do to have a bigger splash than one-on-one you meeting with your clients in your office? And that was actually the perfect answer. Let's work with our restaurants. So you are a dietitian? Yes. So I'm a registered dietitian. Um, so I've been practicing almost about 15 years now. And it, uh, mostly one-on-one with clients, a lot of community talks, corporate outreach, that type of a thing. And also writing for the times Picayune. We do a weekly segment for WGNO, Get the Skinny. So we've got TV, we've got um, the print. And so these different ways, in addition to one-on-one, that we're given this education. But once you're identifying something right there on the menu, it's really, we're trying to give this education, but if you have any question marks about it, here you go, we're really holding your hand at that decision making. And aren't you um, offering this to restaurateurs and businesses? Is it a, is it a free uh, 
Denver? 100% free. Uh, wow, That's who's amazing. sponsoring that then? So again, yeah. my full-time job is with Ashner right. and with Elmwood Fitness Center. And so when they said, hey, we want to do this and have this broader community impact, we really took it on as a community initiative. And it's, it's pretty funny because people go, yeah, you say it's free, but like, where, where's the catch? Like, it's surely like nothing's free. Like, there's going to be something else to it. But it really so legitimately. So is Osher paying you to do this? Is that well, how it works? Or? I'm a, a, a full-time employee by them. And so, right. again, for since 1999, I've been full-time dietitian, you know, employed by them. And so my role has kind of evolved. And so instead of, you know, that full-time status being mostly one-on-one consults in my office, they've said, okay, what can we do to kind of broaden this? And my role has kind of shifted to having this community impact and working with our restaurants. And so it's, to me, it's just, it's been incredibly rewarding. We've seen, you know, chefs as they, as they've made these changes in their restaurants have taken it, you know, on in their own lives and seen their own health benefits. We've seen their cholesterol and their blood pressure and their weight drop and they've become believers, you know, so it's just been, it's way rewarding. So now you have to go out on site and sample all this food, right? So this is like way better than uh, hospital food, working with hospital food, right? right? It's a little better than the cafeteria at Oshner, right? It's um, right. And my office is actually at Elmwood Fitness center so we're already taking a really laid-back office environment i mean (laughs) when you work in a gym you're already a laid-back environment then when you start working with restaurants it's probably even more laid-back you know so it's it's very non-traditional kind of in that way but it a lot of it is sampling but really a lot of it more is looking at the recipes working with the chefs talking through what's in here and then we have you know our computer software our database you know all the stuff that we do the analysis of it and then see what might be too high or what's you know those things and the chefs have been really um responsive to it they haven't been you know defensive or what a lot of people have asked like is that really hard working with the chefs but they've been really receptive Okay. Is this sort of like the like heart healthy thing where you have a symbol next to the item on the menu or is it just a section on the menu they, they'll put or all of them are different and I'll say you know I, th- I would say it falls under that criteria of heart healthy um, we use the American Heart Association's limits for sodium and saturated fat but we also take it even further than that. So we say no white carbs and less than a teaspoon of added sugar in a serving. So if someone is um, has inflammatory diseases, if someone has you know blood sugar issues, blood pressure issues, it kind of falls into all of those. Or if someone's just watching their weight, it falls. It, you know, it meets the criteria for all of those. And we put the symbol. Every restaurant has been different. So some of them, like on their normal menu, they're going to incorporate it. Others kind of section off a particular area of that menu that's Eat Fit Nola. And we we try to be as flexible as possible so the restaurant can kind of make it work within the fabric of their menu without us forcing it into something that might not fit. So who was the first client of yours in New Orleans? So a restaurant. In about, it was either 2003 or 2004, we started a partnership with Commander's Palace. It was Oshner, Good, and Hardy. And that was through our cardiovascular um, side of Oshner had, you know, Good and Hardy, where the limits were sodium and saturated fat. So not as not as tight as we are with Eat Fit Nola, but definitely got something going with them. Um, and so now Commander's has totally embraced it. And, they, you know, they've totally embraced the Eat Fit Nola with Commander's Palace as well as Cafe Adelaide and Sobu. And about the same time that we were launching Eat Fit Nola, Muriel's came to us and said, hey, we want to do this. We want to identify some healthy items on the menu what do you know about anything that's in the city that we could do like this? And I was like, hey, we're actually about to launch this program. This is perfect timing. So as far as the first official branded Eat Fit Nola, Muriel's just really came on board full force with that. And like I said, the Commander's Palace family has just been incredibly supportive. So we had just such an amazing amount of support and the chefs and the restaurants. It's more than I ever would have imagined for them being right behind us. Well, that's a wonderful anchor for your... Yeah. And you... um, 
you have how many restaurants are on the we have just under 40 locally and then copeland's and cheesecake bistro are doing eat fit nola nationally at all 25 of their locations from texas to maryland to florida so you go in there and it doesn't say you know eat fit jacksonville it says eat fit nola which is really cool you know Uh, that they're embracing that and so what are some of the other restaurants besides um Uh, Gosh, we've got, I feel like I'm I'm glad that we have kind of a full spectrum of price points and uh, Did you grow up in the cooking in the kitchen too, or was it just... well, you don't cook, right? I, d- I, w- I wouldn't say I don't cook. You know, there's a few things that I'm like crafty at. Lately, the slow cooker I've been good at. I know. I see the peanut <laughs> gallery over here <laughs> laughing at me, and that's actually been happening. But yeah, so there are certain things that I like. But if I'm looking at what do I enjoy, actually, no, cooking isn't it. You know, there's other things that I like, you know, if I was going to do something, it would be working in the yard, like mm-hmm. gardening. It would be other things. But from a food perspective, my other degree is actually in food science. So from a yeah. working with the chefs, I know a lot about how these different things might work, even if I'm not the one actually. Like, it's not what I enjoy to do, but I, like, I love working with the chefs, have an idea of how something's going to I think I might know, and as they're explaining it to me, how it might turn out. And then when you actually see it, and especially when I'm doing the cooking demos with the chefs and you actually see it all come together, it's amazing. So I love the process of it. It's, uh, I think that um, maybe if I had more time, but it's just it's not something that I look like I do as a hobby. Yeah. So you're collaborating with chefs and business owners, and that is creative. Cooking is, is a part of the creativity, but... They they're chefs and they know what they're doing, so oh, you gosh. don't really need to so go in there smart. and they're, like, cook. They know but so much, and like, and it's the, that's the coolest thing because we'll say like, well, how could we do this, or how could we make this maybe a little bit, whatever it is, like whatever the thing is that we're trying trying to tweak, and the thing, the ideas that they'll have, and just they're they're so brilliant as far as either preparation or even the appearance of how they're going to plate it up, and even that might change the amount of certain ingredients they're going to have to use. And so it's really fun to work with them and kind of get their ideas on that. So is there any food item that you have been at worked with a restaurant and been asked uh, to help with that you just, there's no way around it, like you couldn't see any healthy alternative? Or? There's very, very, very few things. I mean, there's almost, there's almost nothing that we can't work with. Almost nothing, so there's something. What's the something? You know, I would say it only comes when there's... Um, crackling. You can't make healthy crackling, maybe, no? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. You that can would make it out of hard. kale or something, but then it would suck. But yeah. it's hard if a restaurant, say, might be part of a larger franchise and they don't have a lot of uh. flexibility. Um, like, there's one in particular that I'm thinking of that's a sandwich shop that would love to be part of Eat Fit Nola, but the meats that they're required to use are really high in sodium and so that's not something that they have the flexibility for so Uh there's a few things that's like ah you know like but it's only when those have when there's very strict limitations and they don't have a lot of flexibility for the most part we can work with a lot of that I mean even uh, like ruby slipper they've got a smoked salmon that they use on one of their breakfast items and they actually just simply changed part of the seasoning of what they use on their smoked salmon to drop the sodium content but they had the flexibility to do that you know oh you wouldn't even think of that that's amazing is there um what is your guiltiest nola pleasure food item and is there an item you would never eat so 
I kind of always say there's nothing that I feel guilty about because if you're going to have it, you just have it. (laughs) You know, if you're going to have it, do it and just, you know, right. Like if you're going to feel guilty about it, it's not even really fun to dive into that. Right. right, right. Um, I would say that what I wouldn't have, it's not even because I like wouldn't have it from a nutritional standpoint. I simply don't even like it. Stuff like daiquiris. (laughs) They're just so frozen daiquiris. You know, if it's a good homemade daiquiri, that might when it's over the, the rocks and all that. But if it's, um, just a, a frozen daiquiri, uh, knowing how much sugar is in there, and I don't even uh, really like it, I would say that would probably be my, yeah, it's just not even worth it. All right. Well, it looks like your plus one has arrived. Can you introduce her to us and tell us why you brought her? Yes. Yeah, so this is Jocelyn Lockwood. She is um, one of my closest friends. She is one of our anchors that we did our Get the Skinny segment with on WGNO for about oh. three and a half, maybe almost four years. So Almost. She is oh, not beautiful voice. All she said was almost. And <laughs> she has a beautiful <laughs> voice. Well, thank you. She's not the healthy eating advocate personally, but she's she she at least learned a lot of what we try to promote over the years of us working together. I truly think the reason Molly decided to bring me here today was because I'm the exact opposite of Molly Kimball. <laughs> <laughs> I eat what I eat and I enjoy it. But she has had a great influence in my life, personally, right. professionally. So all of this is going to hate you then because you're, you, you, you're living, you're on TV still? Like uh, you're in not front of a camera? Not currently right now. No, not right okay. now. Okay. Well, you look like you could be. Oh, well, thank you. Okay. And you She's only w- not on TV because she just traveled the world for the past year. Okay. So. so you've been ah, doing that. Neat, neat, neat. And you eat whatever you want. That's th- th- those two usually don't go together, right? No, they usually don't. There's a lot of anchors that are probably starving themselves to death. Or, you know, <laughs> yeah. Probably, but you can't do that in NOLA as an anchor. I no. can tell you that for sure. I, uh, I packed on a few pounds when I first came to New Orleans. I think every transplant does when they come to the city yes. and they discover just how fabulous the food is here. But luckily, I had Molly as a safety net. And uh, she'd give me the evil eye every once in a while <laughs> when we were out to dinner, but not too often. She's a pretty great nutritionist. And that, as you heard her say, if you're going to dive in, dive in, but have a little bit of restriction in your life she doesn't seem real time. preachy is she is she real preachy is she not judgy at a lot all. When you're eating? No. no like Sounds i said i get the you. stink eye when i'm eating french fries like we did at tableau today which are not on <laughs> the eat fit nola menu may i add <laughs> but they're but good they for the soul good, good for the soul and i think jocelyn thinks she's getting the stink eye but it's her own internal <laughs> <laughs> plot giving her her moral compass is giving herself the stink eye she's like kimball i feel it <laughs> that is true yeah that is and very you're just true. enjoying your food not even paying attention <laughs> to her very true very true so jocelyn where did you travel oh goodness well I left New Orleans just about a year ago, sold our house. We lived uptown. Um, It was the hardest decision I've ever had to make. Why? Because New Orleans, as I've discovered, is really one of the greatest cities in the world. And my husband and I packed up, sold our house, and we traveled to 25 countries in nine months. (sighs) Yeah. Three per month. Okay, it's about one a week almost. Yeah, we were on the move very quick, which didn't allow for much downtime but we saw a lot and we had great experiences across the world and so this is actually my first time back in New Orleans since traveling so and it's really come, good to be back. You're a good friend to come on and be Came interrogated and not even knowing <laughs> what, what you're getting yourself into. I did keep asking her what I was getting myself into <laughs> but she just wouldn't tell me. You're the plus one. Yeah. yeah so wait where do you live now? 
Um, I'm a free roamer right now. I'm looking for a place to live. So, so there's I'm still a chance we could, we could entice you to, to maybe, come back here. Maybe. You never know. I love New Orleans, but, um, you know, I have another half, so he has a say in the decision of where we live as well. But we're just visiting family and friends since we've been back. And So neither one of you worked for the last nine months? Um, my husband was lucky enough to secure a nine-month unpaid leave. Ah. So when he came back, he went to work. But the broadcast industry isn't as forgiving. So, so. he's working back <laughs> in New Orleans? Uh, no, he oh. works mobily. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, he can so, work from okay. anywhere. So, yeah. But uh, as I mentioned, the broadcast industry isn't as forgiving, so I kind of had to let that go for a year. So So what caused this? I mean, did you have a nervous breakdown? Like, why did you? (laughs) (laughs) Are you telling me you saw it on air? No, (laughs) no, I didn't. Um, It was you inherit a lot of money. What what, what happened? (laughs) Wouldn't that be nice to come into a lot of money? No, actually, it was a lifelong dream for both my husband and myself. And we just figured it's now or never. If we didn't do it now, we'd become very settled in our lives, and it would be much harder to up and leave. So we decided that it was the time we sold the house. And actually, you know, you mentioned coming into a lot of money. If you're not paying mortgage, if you're not paying bills, you can do it. You can take off and travel the world for just about what you would do living in a city like New Orleans. No kidding. Yep. Now, did you eat some amazing food when you were traveling? What was the best I food? I was going to ask that. Absolutely amazing. I was going to ask what the most disgusting thing you ate was, but hmm. your question is good, well, let's too. let's do both, yeah. Okay. I no, no. I, I, can, I, can I tweak it? How about um, the, the – there's probably lots of disgusting – like, I, I've eaten some disgusting meals where I didn't regret it afterwards because it was worth the story. Mm. Is there, a, is there Was there a disgusting meal you had that was so bad it wasn't even worth the story, you just wish you'd never done it? Like any place to put you in a hospital for a week? No, no. no. Luckily, we stayed out of the hospitals. My husband was a little bit more adventurous than I was. Um, We didn't really dig into any of the insects. Um, He ate jellyfish, which I'm a texture person, person, and I just, I cannot imagine chewing on jellyfish <laughs> but it's a delicacy now is it, is, it consistent, uh, is it consistent all the way through or is it like jello or is there like, are there like like fibers in it too like i didn't dig on? in to it uh we actually had that in malaysia um oh. so i didn't try it because i didn't like the texture i did eat stingray which is surprisingly mm. a very very good fish huh. and i had that in malaysia as well um, what else bizarre? I think stingray would be all cartilage. No, it's it's got no. like some meat. Oh, it's very meaty and flaky. It's very oh, good. We wow. just grabbed it off of a street cart uh, in Kuala Lumpur. So that was really, really good. Um, other interesting food actually came from Iceland. We had reindeer and oh. we had cured Aww. whale. I know. <laughs> Everybody like together. <laughs> <laughs> we ate a reindeer. Uh, it, it, it had a very gamey flavor. The whale, though, was very good. Whale. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now, what was the texture whale like? Uh, it was a cured whale. So it really, you know, oh. it would almost be as if, this is going to sound bizarre, but if you're eating an ahi tuna, I would kind of imagine the same thing. It was a little bit thicker, a little bit coarser, but it, it had the same texture. So I did feel bad eating that though worse about the whale or the reindeer well both my husband ordered it so i took a bite and let that be and then on the way out did they just like club a seal for entertainment (laughs) the rest of the time i made him feel bad for ordering the reindeer so 
But that would be some of the bizarre food I ate. But Strangle any puppies while you were there, no, too? Or? No, You know what? <laughs> they could have served me dog in some countries, and I may not have known, unfortunately, of course, in Vietnam. I tried to stay away from that. But uh, they do eat it. Molly's traveled extensively as well. and um, Met you guys. Yeah. Oh, they met us during in the Croatia. past year. In Croatia. Excellent. Great country. All right. Great food. Seriously. Not Molly Kimball approved. <laughs> Come on. It was Absolutely not. Okay. Well, what, what is we the did um, Vienna and then also Croatia. And oh. there was a lot of schnitzel, a lot of sausages in lots of different forms. Oh, I love the schnitzel. Yeah. <laughs> she, Good stuff. She was knocking that back. You know, mm-hmm. I was like, hmm, is there a carpaccio on the menu? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Molly, of course, went for the lighter options on the menu. But she did. You know, it's much much heavier food there in, in Croatia and a lot of Europe, mm-hmm. but it was still very it good. like much more what I would think like Germany would have or something like like yes. more German heavy like potatoesy yes oh. sausage everything kind of was fried a lot of heavy meats and sausages. So Molly, how would you recommend to someone that's traveling or just an individual if they're going to be in another place and they don't have an option a healthy option? Do you have a general rule of thumb that you would tell somebody like I don't know portion control or there there are a lot of different things and you know I've heard different people call it you know different rules you know they'll have the 80 20 rule like try to eat you know healthy or you know make good choices 80 percent of the time the way that I kind of just say it is like negotiate and so pick what's really worth it to you so wherever you are there's going to be something there that is delicious to you Personally, I don't love schnitzel, so it wasn't like a big sacrifice to not have schnitzel, <laughs> you know, in, in Austria. But but if someone did, then there's other things that, okay, have other things that are less, you know, lower and, you know, don't have other fried foods or making, making kind of trade-offs of what's really worth it to you. And so there's pretty much wherever you go, you can find some sort of lean protein. It might not be what's the house special, but it's going to be some sort of lean protein, some sort of vegetable. And if you can try to find some of those things that you like, but then intersperse that with the stuff that you do really love. So depending on what country you're in, I mean, they might be really known for their homemade pasta. If you're in Italy, like in Spain, they're going to have their cured meats, you know, their different hams and things like that. So kind of just picking and choosing what's worth it and negotiating those things in. And kind of like we said earlier, don't feel guilty about it. You're and try to you know make the wiser choices, especially on the stuff that it doesn't matter as much. Because there might be a lot of temptations out there, but most of it, eh, how much do you really love it, or how worth it really is it? So you can kind of keep it on track a good bit of the time, and then splurge on those things that you really love. Okay. Now, does Eat Fit Nola uh, work with uh, personal people personally, or is it? all business space. We do have a nutrition team of dietitians at Elmwood Fitness Center who do meet with clients one-on-one. So if someone says, I've got these issues, I have these food sensitivities, I can't have gluten or whatever it might be, we will definitely work with them. There's a lot of people who too who say, you know, I've got this thing that I'm doing nutritionally, my husband has something else, my kids have something else. You know, we do have that where we can work with people one-on-one or on a family kind of a basis, but when it comes to Eat Fit Nola, we do have kind of our general parameters. So we don't have a gluten-free version, at least as of yet, of Eat Fit Nola. So we don't have those certain things. It is more Here's the general, like if we're going to hit the masses, and if we look at what's the general stuff in restaurants happening now, and how can we really tweak it to where it's still going to be across the board a better option for people, but we do have our team that can do one-on-one. Okay. Molly, what's like a, in your estimation, is like a food myth, something that, you know, people just believe but you don't think is true in terms of uh, healthiness? Gosh, oh, don't do like it, Molly. I feel like oh, do it. She, and exactly what is she doing right now? She's looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> She's looking at me. 
Well, you know, like in restaurants, one of the things that I think a lot of people, their eye goes to that, you know, people say, oh, I want to be, quote, be good, you know. So they look at the chicken or the fish or the salads. Those things, as we've looked at this with Eat Fit Nola, can sometimes have two, three, four times as much everything as maybe even the leaner beef or pork dishes. So I think in a restaurant, I think one of the myths is that, you know, it's got to be chicken or fish if you're trying to be healthy. You know, you can do lean pork, you can do lean beef, and that can absolutely 100% fit into a decent diet. So I think that's one myth. When it comes to packaged foods, there's just, oh, gosh, we don't even know where to start. You know, the multigrains, the reduced fat, you know, there's just so many things that can have messages on that front of the package that make it look as if it's better than it is. There's all types of nutrition bars or protein drinks that have more sugar than anything else. But in restaurants, I think people, I think people think... It's got to be poultry or fish. But I also think mm. here in New Orleans, people think, I can't even go out to eat without blowing it. <laughs> so then they say, why even try it? If, they, if they're going to go out to eat, you know, just ev- everything's out the window. I think that's a great message to, to, yeah. to tell people that you, you, are, you are able in this city. And now even more with what you're, you're doing, but that it is possible to have a healthy, mm-hmm. great meal and, you know... Oh, that's what I love. Like when people are trying to make the the healthy choice, like it breaks my heart if I see someone like over at another table and they've got like their iceberg salad and their dry chicken (laughs) and they're at a really good place. And you're like, why be in New Orleans then? Yeah, it's horrible. It's horrible. So like, for example, we were at Tableau earlier, Mm -hmm. like Jocelyn said, there's a truffle crab finger appetizer on their dish you, that does not even sound relatively like nutritious yeah. but it is it's the truffle oil it's our crab fingers we have you know seared crab cakes we have fillets we have like so many things that don't seem like they would be the wiser choice on a menu yeah. and they're so much better than just my dry piece of chicken and iceberg you know so I, I think someone traveling in from out of town like I did today I wanted seafood a lot of people come to New Orleans and they want seafood which yeah. generally can be healthy but in New Orleans, when you deep fry it, <laughs> it loses any benefit it started with. But as Molly mentioned at Tableau today, I wanted seafood and I wanted something fabulous. And I came out with a fabulous, fabulous salad yeah. that had jumbo lump crab meat and shrimp um, all on tomato and asparagus. And it was the New Orleans flavor that I oh. remember from a year ago. And that's the message that Eat Fit Nola really can convey is that this is New Orleans and you can keep those flavors while making it healthful. Mm. Well, um, Molly, can you, can you uh, uh, refute a theory I have or else uh, <laughs> confirm it for me? Um, I think that the food here is not necessarily less healthy than other places for the same kind of thing. Yet everybody gains weight when they move here, like, like Jocelyn just did. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's almost a sure thing when mm-hmm. you first move here. Uh, but my theory about that is the reason why is because the food's so good, you eat out more, and the portion size is bigger here. Do you think that's generally true, or is there more to it than that? Am I oversimplifying? I think especially the first part you said, the food here is so delicious. Yeah. So who doesn't want to have it? Right. But I think also our social like our social networks here are surrounded around food. Right. So portions aside, I mean, some of, some of the restaurants, oh, yes, definitely gigantic portions. Others, not as much. I think it's also the frequency with which we mm, dine out. Right. I mean, I think a lot of other cities, people cook at home a lot more. They're staying right. at home a lot more. They may go out to a restaurant once or twice a month, and that's a special event. Here, for us in New Orleans, a lot of us, it's just a normal night out. It's just what we do so whereas at home you've got a whole lot more control and you know exactly what's going into it the restaurant's not as much so I think it's delicious we want to eat a lot of it and that's what we do with our friends that's our social 
So to summarize, you, you're basically agreeing, right? Per capita, it may right. not be worse. It's just we eat, you eat out more here, and that ends up having an impact. I agree, because when you look at a lot of our it. chain restaurants, you know, yeah. that are kind of our national chain restaurants, when we start looking at the nutrition information on those. Oh, much worse. Mm-hmm. I would say much worse. We are certainly not surpassing them if we look at it on an average, but right. I think it's the frequency that we go to them right. and because of our social networks here and also it's delicious. Nobody's going to be going to Applebee's every night and that's what most <laughs> towns have, you know, and they're not going to be, you're not going to be doing that, but you do that here. Yeah, I totally right. agree. This is a time for a special segment we like to call off the menu. And these are questions that normally would not be asked on application for cooking school. And, um, okay. I will start with Jocelyn. Oh boy! No, that is. Don't <laughs> okay. worry, don't worry. It's not. We're, we, you, you're all right. You won't cry. Okay. Um, and if I do, do, it's okay. Some guests do. Okay. <laughs> it helps ratings. So, if you could do any other career, mm-hmm. and it in anything you wanted to do, what would it be? I would be a marine biologist. I cannot believe that just came out of <laughs> just my like mouth. Just like George Costanza. I am petrified of the ocean, but I'm so intrigued by what's beneath its surface. Oh. But I'm afraid of it. But that's what I would do. I would be a marine biologist and really so I have no idea So is that like saying that you're afraid of heights from. but you want to be an acrobat? Or yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, or scale buildings for a living. But yes, I, so. I would be a marine biologist. Okay. Cool. All right, wow. Molly, um, how about um, for you, if you, could, uh, if you could have a meal with any one person, living or dead, who would it be besides Jocelyn <laughs> and present company here excluded? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't even know. Um, that's a hard one. You know, I've, I've actually Just thought about that. Oh, but every per- every person I come have coming in my head, it seems so trivial. Oh, just throw <laughs> it out there. Come on, Molly. All right, let's oh, do, let's Ellen. Do. We won't think Ellen. Ellen. Of course, Ellen. Ellen. She's an Ellen DeGeneres yes. okay. fanatic. Wow. Yes, yes absolutely, 100% hands down, <laughs> Ellen. So if you were oh. sitting with her, what would be your, if you could ask her one question, you're eating with her. Okay, but well, first of all, I would have to, like, get past the, <laughs> you know. But once I got past that, I would be, well, first of all, she's just hilarious. She's hilarious, and unlike a lot of people who are as funny as she is, she's not hilarious at the expense of other people's feelings. So that's one of the things I love about her. So I don't think I would have anything nutritionally based so much to ask her, but more about... <laughs> if you asked Ellen DeGeneres a nutritionally based question, well, she's vegan. You know, she does care about nutrition. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Oh, don't think we haven't thought about pitching Eat Fit Nola to her. We would love to have her be the. You I know, wish do a you guys could she, 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 yeah, she grew up in New Orleans. Yes, yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly. No, so she's she's vegan. She okay. really does care about what she puts in her body. So th- the conversation would evolve to nutrition. But I think even bigger than that, I just really respect her. Just as like a, I respect her for her humor. She's intelligent. You know, in, incredibly bright and funny and everything else but also just like incredibly kind all right wow now i want to know about (laughs) y'all significant others because you both seem very um wonderful strong independent women and i want to know do your husbands like each other or boyfriend (laughs) if you uh, know it's your husband well that this is one of the neat things so um 
I don't know how much time we have. I'll try to make this short. But I first met Jocelyn about four years ago as she came on as the anchor for the segment, you know, as the anchor for Good Morning New Orleans. And I had a weekly segment and still have a weekly segment on there. And she's a new person coming in. And you know how it is. You kind of go, oh, well, this person seems really neat. I think I really like her. And a few, you know, months go by or whatever. And we ended up at, actually, it was the French Quarter Fest. Because I think the first time our husbands met each other. And they immediately clicked and headed off. And from there, it was just done. You know, Really? They really did? Nothing but hygiene with those two. I mean, they it's are true. always cracking jokes. They are always getting into trouble and uh, they get along very well. Yeah. So we're, we consider ourselves very blessed because oftentimes it's hard with couples if you don't You find mesh, a person that you right. like that's really cool, but maybe the spouse, you know. Eh, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but no, the four of us mesh really well. So yeah. we're very, very lucky. Oh. And y'all, so you're from Baton Rouge. And where I heard you mention you're visiting friends and family. So are you from this area as well? I am not from this area. I'm originally from Boulder, Colorado. So I seemingly just keep moving further south. I moved from Colorado. I went to school in Oklahoma, worked in Texas, then to Louisiana. So I think I'm trying to get you away from the winter diagonal. weather. Well, okay, yeah. so southeast. So you should hit Havana next. Maybe. Yeah, that's where I'm headed. Why not? <laughs> so you have no family here in New Orleans? or Not did you? in New Orleans, okay. no. But I consider the people in New Orleans now, like Molly, my family. Nice. So, so do you have any... Um, I want to hear one uh, juicy story about mm-hmm. on y'all, when y'all were together traveling. Something... Uh, slightly embarrassing that happened or yeah we're looking <laughs> back at molly's my, my husband. husband is here yeah jocelyn's husband couldn't come in town but brad brad is back here and we're like brad we're looking at us. him actually i don't think there's anything oh did, did okay really yes molly so here's what happened <laughs> we went on a great tour of the beautiful city of vienna and we noticed that the next day there was going to be a festival well the <laughs> I can't even get into it, but you know, oh, come we're on. from NOLA. We love our festivals, right? Okay, so we decide to go. All right. We show up at 2 p.m. and we stumble out possibly at about 2 a.m. or so. Everyone there knew the Americans by the time we left. Yep. <laughs> you, you were the, uh... There was dancing on stage. There were people wearing lederhosen. It was really a great time. And where do we stumble when we stumble out of the festival? Well, we stumble into a schnitzel stand, of course, as we mentioned. I enjoyed my schnitzel when I was there, my schnitzel. And so (laughs) I can almost, because I can see Molly's husband back here. He's cracking up. So we're on the balcony of a very beautiful hotel in Vienna across from the Opera House. And I am enjoying the best schnitzel from a street stand I've ever had. I am just loving it. And I must just little dirt on Molly Kimball here. She was enjoying one as well. So <laughs> or at least picking part of yours. Yes. And she was, you know, she's trying to pick the fried breading off of it and eat the chicken inside. <laughs> but that didn't really work. And her husband thought that I had had enough because he knows that I love to eat and I would just keep on eating. He grabbed my schnitzel and he flung it across this very beautiful glass rooftop. Um, from the hotel where it stayed for the next two days <laughs> while the birds picked at my schnitzel and french fries and everybody in this very fancy hotel thought what is going on and if anybody's walking under this very fancy glass area to the opera house and they look up there's like schnitzel splattered <laughs> for like 10 feet diameter i was so upset that he threw my schnitzel 
Now that's pretty ballsy too. I mean, I could see Thank your you. husband doing it, but you must really love each other because if somebody took food out of my hand and threw it across a beautiful, I, I, it, it better Thank be my you. husband or <laughs> I actually or somebody else you really love. I yes. actually think I've never really been upset at Brad before. Until just now when you realize. <laughs> Until just now when I realized that he ruined that great moment in my life when I was sitting on the balcony overlooking the opera house eating a schnitzel and he took that from me and you know as as Cruel. we as there was the stains Cruel. that oh, the so grease really stains on the it. balcony we were trying <laughs> to clean them up no amount of soap could clean up the no. grease stains on the balcony no nope. <laughs> yeah <laughs> there you go <laughs> well speaking of I, I it sounds like y'all were drinking so have you ever been inspired, Molly, to uh, have a drink fit NOLA? Oh, we do. We have several. Of, of, it's New Orleans. So we do have several Eat Fit NOLA cocktails, yes. Oh, yeah. okay. So we actually, we have our criteria if you have an appetizer, an entree, you know, um, a side item. And then we also have our Eat Fit NOLA cocktail criteria as well. So we keep it low sugar. Okay, so, what's a, what's a, so what is a, uh, a healthy cocktail that carries a punch? So, you know, we kind of... Like, for example, I just found... I, lo I love um, gin and tonics. And I just found out my gin and tonic has more calories and more carbs than, like, a heavy beer, like a dark beer. So... That's, that devastated me. You know... Because I thought I was being healthy with all my gin and tonics. In theory, we could have, like, you know, <laughs> right. a glass so of wine told me it was or, a health elixir. Yeah, because yeah. tonic is, like, loaded with sugar. Yeah, You're terrible. right. So It's not sweet You know, at all. somebody did, like, gin and club soda or vodka club soda. I mean, technically, that would be an Eat Fit Nola right. thing. But that's not what most restaurants want to do. They want to kind of have a specialty cocktail that they can say... You know, we have our stamp of as far as flavor, and we think this is delicious, right. and it meets the Eat Fit Nola criteria. So we kind of cap the calories about what you would get for like a, a normal size pour of a glass of wine. Right. We keep it at about the equivalent of about two ounces of alcohol or less, and okay. then um, less than a teaspoon worth of added sugar. So if they've got natural fruit purees through like a mojito or something like that would work. So there's a lot of different ones. Like um, you know, one restaurant has a ginger margarita. Um, so there's each one has kind of their own. We've got about four or so different specialty cocktails now and more restaurants are like wait a second let's add that to our list as well well you want a lot of flavor you don't want it to just be watery exactly or sort of diet drinky tasting exactly. right i mean some people use like diet um tonic in the gin and yeah. tonics i just do not like that it's awful yeah. so like i guess if you replace like like spicy with sweet or something like that it would well, be like you know, less so calories many places, right? you know like um we're working with the bar chef at apolline or the bar chef at Ca um Cafe Adelaide at the Swizzle Stick Bar. Once they start adding kind of their own thing with a little bit of bitters or these little herbs, right. or there's these other things that they're adding that I can't even begin to know like what they're doing to create these cocktails. But when they're happy with the flavor of it and they're happy, you know, to serve it, and we look at the nutritional stats and we go, yeah, this totally works because it doesn't have the added sugars and we're keeping you know, our calories, like we said about that glass of wine. And you know, so there's a, there's actually a lot. Like once you have a really creative bar chef, we've got it, it's. The so options so are some of these bars that you mentioned, would they, would they have the symbol then next to the drinks that yes. are sort of approved for this? Yes. And yeah. like we said, it's really just so been So I can in have like five month. times as many of those, right? <laughs> that, <laughs> was the, that was actually the other conversation we had today. Someone said, you know, we might need to put some sort of something. Because if they go in there and they have five Eat Fit Nola cocktails and, you know, go through their whole Eat Fit Nola right. menu. This yeah, is healthy but, for me, yeah. Right. But, you know, if you're going to have five cocktails anyway, you may as well make it Eat Fit Nola. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So. Nice, Molly. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> it is New Orleans. Yes, the one f thing we did not talk about, though, specifically is desserts. At um, Does every restaurant have uh, 
you I would work say with them most on that, don't and it is something that we can work with them on that's a harder one because when you're limiting that added sugar and white carbs so we say less than a teaspoon of added sugar but we say no white carbs at all so that's a hard thing because I mean so many desserts have now tell us what white carb is not everyone knows that expression so it might be white flour it might be enriched wheat flour it might be white rice flour or rice or um, so if you're looking at any kind of like ice cream based thing or brownie or cookie a lot of those things are gonna have white flour and or more sugars you know and so it's really that's probably the one area that it takes a lot of work to make something that has the texture the taste that you want of a dessert but without the added sugar so that's probably the that's the probably the lowest category we've got way more cocktails than we have desserts okay now um just to to add to that a little bit so white flour is or white rice is rice that's been stripped exactly is that correct? exactly so you know um we use brown rice flour so some some restaurants that might normally do um white flour to dust their fish and then put it you know pan sear it if they switch to brown rice flour that's a great way to you know um eliminate that white flour that we've got but it doesn't add a gritty texture like maybe whole wheat flour would um we have our one of our restaurants our vietnamese restaurant magazine instead of regular rice paper for their rolls they use brown rice paper and brown oh. rice vermicelli so different ways that we can incorporate that brown rice as opposed to just your normal white rice that's the default and this is more than a coloring obviously like you know people make fun of like right. the spinach wraps you know whatever it's just Thank the you. same as a regular flour tortilla with the green food coloring but exactly. you're talking about actual brown rice is different than exactly yeah. exactly so you don't have that refined ingredient in there you just have that whole it's one less step ingredient. instead of one extra step actually exactly right, yes right. well unfortunately we're coming to the end of our time but before we go um jocelyn mm-hmm. if you have a travel log or some something that you want to share with people oh, or sure. some uh, you could share a website. Of course. And, um, yes, I uh, I blogged across the world. Um, oh. Currently, to be honest, I'm only in India. So if you still <laughs> want to follow along, you can do so. Uh, I've taken buku notes, and I'm still writing. It's just hard to get it all on paper. But that is revealingworld.com. Um, and there we've got a ton of pictures. And I haven't gotten to Croatia yet, so if you're looking for all the crazy pictures of Molly, we'll get those up soon. <laughs> so there, w- there will or will not be a picture of the schnitzel? There, I do have a photograph of that. Uh, we I could possibly okay. post it. Okay, okay. we're going to get that for a page for sure. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Thanks. And Molly, will you please uh, share with us uh, how everyone can find out more about Eat Fit NOLA and some of the um, shows that you're affiliated with? Yes, so it's eatfitnola.com and they can see our participating restaurants and they can also see coming soon restaurants. And like you said earlier, it's free. We don't charge the restaurants anything. We have about 40 now, but what we ask is anybody who has their favorite restaurant that they go to all the time, if you don't see it on there and you want them to be part of Eat Fit NOLA, either reach out to us and say, hey, we want this restaurant to be on there and we'll contact the restaurant or let the restaurant know and sometimes they want to reach out to us themselves but it's we encourage them to you know help us spread the word because again totally free um, as far as mine I do have a website it's mollykimble.com that has a link to our um, weekly segments on WGNO the Get These Skinny segments and also the Times Picayune column Molly can you spell Kimball for us yes K-I-M-B-A-L-L dot com mollykimble.com yes 
Thank you. Our special guest tonight on Midnight Menu Plus One was Molly Kimball of Eat Fit Nola. And her plus one was Jocelyn Lockwood, former GNO uh, anchor and now uh, the author of Jocelyn Lockwood's uh, RevealingWorld.com blog. You can find out about both of those by going to our website at itsneworlds.com. Good night. Midnight Menu Plus One is produced by Grant Morris and Chris Keogh is our technical director. And this fabulous audio quality that you hear is by PreSonus Audio Electronics. Makes all kinds of wonderful things. Visit PreSonus.com for more information. You can get in touch with us here at Midnight Menu Plus One by going to our website, it's neworleans.com. And from there, you can follow us on Twitter, find us on Facebook, sign up for our mailing list, get all kinds of swag. Uh, and while you're at it'sneworleans.com, you can listen to other episodes of Midnight Menu Plus One and our other shows, Happy Hour, Mindset, True to the Game, Vietnola, Out to Lunch, and others. And if you listen to the show on iTunes, uh, please rate us and review us. It helps other people to find us. Midnight Menu Plus One is a production of INO Broadcasting for it'sneworleans.com. So we meet here again. I am Ray Kanata. And I'm Margo Moss. Thanks. You know Labor Day signals the unofficial end of summer, but not the end of your outdoor projects. Lowe's helps you do it right and helps you save with Labor Day deals throughout the store. Shop now and get two bags of Stay Green Potty Mix for $12. And keep your lawn looking neat and trim with a Craftsman 2-Cycle 17-inch gas string trimmer now $20 off at just $119. Whatever's still on your to-do list this Labor Day, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 828. Soil offer excludes Alaska and Hawaii, U.S. only.